0: Hi guys, and welcome to Sweat Thrive Glow. My name is Katie Dudley. I am the voice and creator behind the blog and brand, The Pilates Blonde. And for some reason, you find me entertaining enough to listen to me talk about goals. So full disclosure, this is the second full time I'm going through and recording this because the first time I said the phrase puttering butthole too many times for my own comfort level. Um, And if it was too much for me, then it would definitely be too much for you. So I just want to set the stage here. I am wearing pajamas with holes in them. I am drinking cold coffee that I brewed this morning at 2.45 a.m. I added ice cubes to it to make it chic. Iced coffee, you know? That's my dog panting in the background. And here we are talking about goals All right, so let me talk to you about my love affair with goals, goal setting, goal accountability. As you hear, a dang landscaper just go right on by. We are just doing this in the classiest ways today. Um, I fell in love with goals when I worked at a small company called Lululemon. It is a personal development company disguised as a company that sells pants. But let me tell you all I learned there. I mean, I did learn about high-end fabrics and a lot of like technical fabrics. However, the most important takeaway for me was goal setting, personal growth, and how to make sure you're not settling and that you're not following into other people's footsteps. Meaning when my manager was like, Hey Katie, why do you want to be a nurse? I was like, um, I like don't want to be a nurse. I want to be a Pilates instructor and I want to be a blogger and I want to take my nursing education and I want to use it in a different way. And she was like, cool. So like, how are you going to do that? And I was just like, I'm not because I think my mom will be mad. And she was like, maybe we should start talking about goal setting. And that is when I fell in love with goals. So she had us meditate in the middle of the King of Prussia Mall. Outside of Nordstrom, there's a little coffee shop where you can sit on the first floor. And she had us all close our eyes and picture our dream life. And when I was picturing my dream life, I was never wearing scrubs. I was wearing Lululemon. I was teaching professional athletes Pilates. I was married. I had three kids. I had a dope ass husband and I taught Pilates and did what I'm doing right now, sitting in front of a microphone podcasting. I had client calls and I was working with big brand names. And when I had this realization that I didn't have to be a nurse and I could use my education in a different light, I was like, dang, this is dope. Like, let's do this. Um, So I sat down and I wrote out my 10-year plan and I wrote out what my ideal day looked like 10 years from at the time. It was like three years ago. Um, And then I worked back my five year goals. And from there, so my five year goals would help me achieve my 10 year goals. From there, I wrote my one year goal. And then I took it further and I wrote out the goals of everything that I needed to do each and every week um, to help me get to that 10 year goal. Now, I do have to say, my biggest 10 year goal was to be a full time Pilates instructor. And I hit that goal um, in August. Um, when Stride opened and my friends, Tori and Jess, gifted me my dream life. Um, So I'm very appreciative to both of them. Um, So I digress. Let's go back into how to really set a goal. And you start by picturing exactly where you want to be and not what the expectation is of other people for you. Um, It's really your ideal future self. Now, your ideal future self can literally be anything you want it to be. There is no limit. Um, And I want you, when you're picturing yourself, I want you to realize that time is not an object and neither is money. You can achieve literally anything you set your mind to. Um, If I, (laughs) I still can't believe that I was able to pay my rent and my bills as a Pilates instructor. That is unheard of, just so you guys know. I mean, it took a lot of hustle, but I never thought that that would be even an option on my radar until stride happened. And so if you dream it and you manifest it and you put it out into the universe and you write it down and you tell people what your goals are, um, it just kind of magically happens. And you also have to put in the work, but we'll get to that stage in a second. So I fell in love with listening to other people's goals while I was working at Lululemon, part of your job, part of your job description was you had to turn in your goals. And I would spend so much time reading everybody else's goals. And then I started really holding people accountable to them. I was like, Leah, did you hold your handstand for 60 seconds? Oh, okay. JLo, did you adopt that dog that you said you were going to adopt this month? Oh, nope, you didn't do that. Okay, well, here's a link for all the dogs that need to be ab- uh, adopted, not abducted. <laughs> Don't abduct a dog. I would kill you. I wouldn't actually kill you. But if if somebody stole my dog. I might. It wouldn't. I digress. We're gonna. This is taking a murdery turn. Um. Anyway, I would send links, being like, "This dog needs to be adopted." What about this one? Would this one be a good fit for your lifestyle? Things like that. And so I gave myself the title. Um. This will tell you a lot about me. I gave myself the title Chief Accountability Officer. And so I would introduce myself as the CAO of Lululemon King of Prussia. And so I started like just holding people accountable to their buy wins and checking in with them, making sure that they were on track. So I started also doing this with myself. And the first thing that I would do is tell everyone in the general vicinity what my goals were. And when I was putting it out into the universe and I was like speaking it into existence, I was also um, holding myself accountable. I find that the best people to tell your goals Not like your friends and family, but also the checkout people at Trader Joe's because somehow they remember you and they legitimately ask you. So if you really need to hold yourself accountable, take a trip to Trader Joe's, stop in once a week and the cashiers will totally hold you accountable to your shit. It's amazing. I love that place. Um, So I would set reminders, deadlines, buy wins. So I'm going to hit a 300 pound deadlift by win. Hopefully July, no, hopefully isn't a strong goal setting word. I will hit my 300 pound deadlift by July 1st. So that is a good goal. It's set in stone. It's measurable, right? You either hit 300 pounds or you don't. You either hit it by July 1st or you don't. And then you can cry yourself to sleep. But I, when I have a goal like that, I make a plan. So I'm going to work on my core four days a week. I am going to deadlift two days a week. I will not squat anything less than 200 pounds. I will not hip thrust or leg press anything less than 300 pounds. I make a plan. I will do static holds with the weight that I'm trying to lift off the ground. So just putting the tension on my hands and getting my forearms ready for that amount of grip. And I'm honest with myself and holding myself accountable. Did I hit my lifts? Did I do my core? Have I been eating enough? What's my calorie intake like? More so my carb intake. Um, Am I sleeping at night? Am I overdoing the caffeine? Which 19 times out of 10, I am. Um, But just like really holding myself accountable to what my goals are and being honest with myself and still. Not lying and being like, oh yeah, I kind of hit it when I was only squatting 185, which is not nearly my potential. Um, Yeah, so that's super duper duper important. And when I'm doing these vision and goals and I'm sitting down and I'm picturing my ideal self, I am literally picturing the perfect version of me. Now, that kind of sounds a little like, how can I ever achieve that person? I'm not going to. And that's the whole journey of life is you're never going to be a perfect person, right? But you can always strive to be better. There is never going to be a time where you're overeducated, that you're too nice. I mean, maybe, but not in this case, right? So you want to show up as your future self. You want to be the person that your future self would be proud of today. So today is a beautiful day outside. I am in ratty jammies, and all I want to do is go outside and work on my box jumps because I got a box And so I am the person who will log off of social media and go outside and just jump on a box for 45 minutes if I have to. And so I tell myself, I am the person who deadlifts 300 pounds. I am the person who starts a podcast even though she's terrified of the feedback, um, fear of it not being enough or good enough for the people that she wants to connect with. Um, I am the person who wakes up at three o'clock in the morning to get in her lift before she takes care of other people. I am the person who is kind to everyone she sees in Wegmans. I am the person who pushes her clients to see their full potential and change any negative thoughts into positive thoughts. So I really write down these I am statements. I am the person who, and I fill in the blanks of what I want my future self to look like. And that future self can be 45 minutes from now, or it can be 10 years from now. I am the mom who packs her children lunch because red dye 40 in any of the juice boxes at school freak me the fuck out. I am the person who volunteers at the local hospital to be a baby snuggler um, for the methadone babies. I am the person who shows up um, every single day and gives 100% of her effort. And so I write these I am the person who statements um, in addition to my goals. So maybe I'm not the person who wakes up at 3 a.m. every Monday morning, but I am that person on Tuesday. It's not a failure because I didn't make it on Monday. I'm just going to strive to be that person the next day because you're never going to show up perfectly. Right. And that's totally okay. Um, and that's should never be the goal is perfection. It's always, always, always progress. So I will write down my goals. I will make a plan. I will tell people that plan and I will hold myself accountable to it. And I will find a way to make it work. My, (laughs) my parents probably get so frustrated with me if I don't want to do something I literally won't do it if I don't want to, (laughs) for example, there's a dent in the front of my bumper and it's been there since October 23rd. I am not the person who cares what her car looks like. However, I am the person who, um, what's something that I did. Oh, I decided to move out of my parents' house, um, last January and I did it in 2.2 seconds. When I get my mind set on something, I figure it the fuck out, um, And I know that about myself. So I am the person who gets after what I want. I am the person who sometimes is a little bit messy. Um, I am the person who will drink (laughs) coffee that was brewed at 2.45 in the morning to get a spike of caffeine in the afternoon. So I know where my strengths are. I know where my weaknesses are. And I know where to outsource. So that's another thing. When you are working towards your goals, you need to know where your strengths lie and where your weaknesses lie. So where you need to outsource things and ask for help and where you can really shine and do it on your own. So delegation is super duper important when it comes to goal setting. And really knowing your strengths is important. I had a client ask the other day, we do this restorative yoga at 4.30 on Sunday nights with this instructor, Jen, she's fucking phenomenal. I teach at the same time as her. And I literally tell everyone like, don't come to my class, go to Jen's class. It's better than my class. Go take that class. Um, so one of my clients was like, would you ever teach like a restorative Pilates class similar to the concept of the restorative yoga class? And I literally looked at her in the, in the soul. And I was like, listen, I know my strengths and my weaknesses." and no one would sign up for a quote-unquote relaxing class with Katie Dudley. It's never going to happen. My classes, I'm too all over the place. I talk really fast. I would be bored out of my goddamn mind. I can't teach a restorative class. It's just not in my wheelhouse. It's not my strength. Whereas somebody else would look at my class and be like, yo, I can't teach the cracked out level of Pilates that you're teaching, and I cannot talk about diarrhea at nauseum like you do in front of people. And so we know our strengths. We know our weaknesses. We delegate out our weaknesses, or we ask for help where we need help. For example, um... I don't know how the fuck to design a logo. So when the Pilates Blonde was this idea floating in my brain, the first thing that I did was reach out to somebody who knows their shit. So I called my friend Corinne um, from Silverbox Creative Studio. Corinne does all of my photography. She is a ride or die. I have known her my almost my entire life. I've known her for like almost a decade. Um, she and I have gone um, to Vermont together. We've done dog sledding together. Any professional photo... I have taken has been by Corinne, and I'm literally obsessed with her, and I have no filter with her, and she's just the bee's knees. So I called her and was like, hey, I need your help. So I set up a meeting with her and her business partner, Susan, and we sat down and we literally wrote out the vision for the Pilates Blonde, and three weeks later, I had a website. Uh, So I couldn't do that, but I had the content, right? So I saved up money, I delegated, and I crushed that fucking goal, right? Right. By the way, this is not a podcast to listen to with your children in the backseat of your car. So what I want to challenge you guys to do is to write out your goals. I want you to literally sit down like you are writing out like a novel, right? You're going to sit down and you're going to be like, Katie wakes up at X time in the morning and she goes to F45 before she comes home to make dinner for her two-year-old son Grayson. While Grayson is waking up breakfast, she's not making dinner at... 3 o'clock in the morning? That's just stupid. Um, Anyway, you know what I'm saying. So you write out this whole narrative, and you write out this narrative of how your ideal day goes. Pick a Wednesday. Pick a Tuesday. Maybe you're somebody who lives for a Saturday. Write out a Saturday. But really get into the nitty-gritty of exactly what you want so you can manifest your ideal dream life. Then I want you to backtrack. So that's 10 years out. Then I want you to backtrack and I want you to write where you need to be in five years. You don't have to write the narrative. Just be like, okay, in order to achieve this career goal, in order to achieve this personal goal, in order to achieve this health goal, I need to be X, Y, and Z in three years. And then write where you want to be in one year, right where you need to be this Friday um, to make it happen. And Really backtrack. Like if you are somebody who's like, I want to have a bajillion dollars in the bank in ten years. Okay, well, you need half a bajillion dollars in five years, you need one fifth of a bajillion dollars in one year, and you need like a lot of money tomorrow. Um, so maybe don't stop at Starbucks. That type of goal setting is the best type of goal setting because it's measurable, you can check in with yourself, you can be honest with yourself, um, and getting in that mindset of just it's not negotiable. Your wildest dreams are not negotiable. The life that you aspire to live is not negotiable. You should not put things on the back burner because it seems hard or it seems overwhelming. Break it down into chunks. You don't want to get to 65 or 75 or 99 and not accomplish the things that you really wanted to accomplish. Maybe you want to start a rescue for ferrets. Like, Fucking do it. Like get yourself a whole bunch of ferrets and just rescue them, I guess, and do whatever you need to do with a ferret. If you want to start a company, start a company, hire a lawyer, do what you need to do. Babysit, wait tables, do whatever you need to do to make the money to support your dream and just hustle. Break up with your excuses. They don't matter. They're holding you back um, and you can achieve literally anything that you, A, set your mind to, B, delegate out your <laughs> your weaknesses and be okay with being like, dang, I am not good at X, Y, and Z. That's okay. I'm not great at fixing dents in my bumper. At some point, I'm going to delegate it probably to my brother because I paid him a lot of money to move me out of my apartment, but I ended up not needing his help. Um, so, hey, Matt, if you want to get my car fixed, that'd be awesome. Um delegate your weaknesses, focus on your strengths, really capitalize on your strengths because that's where you're going to save money, right? Because no project you can do for free, um, and see where you can collaborate with other people. Um, yeah. And just crush your goals. Guys, this episode was so much better than the one that I originally had made. I love this one so much better. I never said butthole puttering. Um, this is going much better. Um, I'm not even going to let you guys listen to the other one. It was so horrendous. Now, let's talk about how big your goals should be. This is where the butthole puttering does come in. Your goals should literally make your palms sweat. The things that keep you up at night, the things that make you sweaty, the things that make you the most anxious, those are the things that you want the most. The idea of going into my gym, loading up 300 pounds on the trap bar, And lifting that off the ground makes me need to take like a Pepto-Bismol because I'm so anxious about it. My palms are actually sweating just thinking about it. Um, There's not enough chalk in the world. Arnold Schwarzenegger could never feel this feeling that I have. I mean, maybe, but it wasn't over 300 pounds. Homeboy can lift. Um, If your goals don't make you sweaty, if they don't make you panicky, if they are going to take like five minutes to accomplish. If they're going to take less than six weeks to accomplish, they're not big enough. And that was the one thing that Lululemon really drove home was make your goals big. Um, I have a friend who her goal was to become a spin instructor and she does work at Lululemon. And the day after she became a spin instructor, (laughs) her, essentially her accountability coach came up to her in the store and was like, okay, next goal. What is it? Like Lululemon wants you to achieve the next, the best, like elevated version of yourself. It is the dopest company in the entire universe. If you are ever lost in life, I highly recommend applying to Lululemon so you can learn how to be the best, most ideal version of yourself. Um, You are one goal setting session away from achieving your wildest dreams. Guys, my name is Katie Dudley. I am going to be the voice of this podcast. I thank you so much for listening. I love each and every one of you. Don't forget to be kind, to look both ways when you cross the street, and make good choices. You guys can follow me on Instagram at The Pilates Blonde. You can find me at thepilatesblonde.com, where you can see um, more content, recipes, workouts, Guys, send me a DM, let me know what kind of podcast topics you guys are looking for. I am so excited for this adventure. You are the best. I love you the most. Have the best day.